Welcome to Mute the Roar, the podcast, where we learn how to calm the beast in our brain and learn to live a more mindful and healthy life. Mute the Roar provides a space to talk about mental health and life experiences through the lens of compassion. The goal is to learn tools and strategies on how to obtain peace of mind. This podcast is connected to my blog, mutetheroar.blogspot.com, where I will go into more detail about some of the topics I discuss on here. So please be sure to check that out as well. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I know it has been a while since I made an episode. Uh, Hey everyone. Um, To be honest, I've been caught up with work and yeah, you know how that goes. Um, And I'm also hoping to create an Instagram page soon to go with um, the blog and podcast. So please be on the lookout for that. Um, But I'm really, really excited about today's episode. Uh, today's episode is about people-pleasing. Uh, if you want to read the corresponding um, blog post, it's called People Pleasers Anonymous, so please be sure to check that out as well. I really want to talk about people-pleasing. I'm very passionate about this topic. This is something that we all do from time to time, but uh, I really want to talk especially about being a chronic people-pleaser. <laughs> that is not a good thing, trust me. Okay, I was one for years and I'm currently in recovery, and it's tough. I'll admit, it's really tough to overcome because you think you're doing the right thing, uh, but in the process, you end up feeling worse and you end up denying yourself. So I think it's just very, very important to delve a little bit deeper into why people-pleasing is not a good thing and what we can do to change um, this habit that a lot of us have. So let's just get into it. Um, I think for starters, people-pleasing is something that's ingrained in a lot of us since we're kids. You know, we want to please our parents, we want to please our teachers, we want that affirmation, that praise, that gold star when we do something right. We don't want to upset the adults around us, right? That's how it starts. Um, Then it starts changing as we get older, then it's our peers, our friends, our boss, our significant other, those are the people we want to please. And um, for starters, I just want to say there is nothing wrong with wanting people to like you. There's nothing wrong with caring for other people, wanting to make them happy. Naturally, we're gonna do that. There's no harm in that at all. So I really wanna emphasize that. There is a huge difference between being genuinely kind and and generous versus people-pleasing. As I mentioned on my blog, being genuinely kind, that comes from the heart. You know, it does not expect anything in return. It doesn't overstep any boundaries. And you also feel good, right? Your feeling is the most important thing. You feel good after being kind. You feel fulfilled. There is a warmth to kindness. People-pleasing, on the other hand, uh, feels completely different. It does not leave you feeling good. So on my blog, I divided people-pleasing into two categories. I said there's people-pleasing to try to make people like you, and then there's people-pleasing to not upset other people. So I really want to start with this whole idea of people-pleasing to make someone like you. Um, Oh, or better yet, people-pleasing to make everybody like you. Everybody! Like, yeah, good luck with that. Um, So this right here is a very harmful form of people-pleasing because for starters I think you and I both know you can't make everyone like you okay you can't trust me I've tried um it literally feels like 
like you're like you're just tearing yourself into pieces and then reconstructing yourself for each person you meet it's like you just do this quick scan of every person you meet you you try to figure out oh what might they like how should I talk with them you know all this stuff and then you just construct this image of yourself based upon that person and what their interests are which you don't even know sometimes a lot of times we make assumptions so what could possibly go wrong (laughs) um completely inauthentic um people can smell that from a mile away and it's actually counterproductive it actually makes people dislike you right because they can tell you're being fake and that's the thing about this form of people pleasing and i mentioned it on my blog too it's essentially manipulation i'm sorry to have to say i know it's kind of like a harsh term but it really is because you aren't showing people a genuine side of you you're just showing what you think they want to see and nine times out of ten they won't like that fake image anyway um, so I still, I still remember, uh, this one episode of Lizzie McGuire I saw when I was a kid. Yes. Okay. 90s kid. Sorry. Um, Lizzie, she was rejected by her crush, Ethan Kraft. <laughs> I know I'm sounding like, like such like a little girl, but just, just, I ha- there's a message. Just listen. Okay. Um, she wanted to change herself so that he would like her. So she literally went around gathering intel. She basically like stalked him, okay, to find out all the things he liked. And then she started changing herself for him. She pretended to like golf. She saw him drinking grape soda. So she went and she started drinking grape soda. And she did all sorts of goofy things, like just to make sure um, that he would see her doing all these things and that it would, you know, capture his attention. And and she did. Like she did. She did catch his attention. But when she asked him out again, guess what? He said no again because of course you know he didn't look at her that way to begin with so it didn't matter what she did it wouldn't change his mind and it's so funny because i still remember being 10 years old and watching that episode and being so frustrated i was so frustrated i was like like what what's wrong with him she did everything right you know she she showed him all the stuff you know, that she showed him that she likes all the stuff he likes, you know, I just, why won't he go out with her? This is crazy. Um, I just remember being like so frustrated with that. But now as an adult, it's like, oh my God, yeah, of course not. <laughs> that's just manipulation. It's so unhealthy. Um, but that's the thing, you know, this form of people pleasing, I want to say, you see this everywhere, but I think it's unfortunately become very common in the dating world. And so I do want to mention that. Um, I think on my blog, I mentioned Tom from 500 Days of Summer. I mean, yeah, we all love Tom, right? It's just that perfect example of losing yourself, your sense of self in the process of pleasing someone. This whole idea of overgiving, overextending, also the other person will like you and care about you the same way. Because when you people please, even if you don't realize it subconsciously, you want the person to see your worth. So Tom wanted Summer to see how much he cared about her. And so naturally he expected the same back. And so a spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it, I'm going to talk about a scene in the movie, a very pivotal scene. I always think of that scene when Tom punches that guy at the bar. And then when they get home, him and Summer have a fight about it. And Tom's saying things like, hey, well, you know what? I, I got my ass kicked for you, you know? And, and, and Summer's kind of questioning it like, oh, is that for me? And it turns into this whole thing and Tom gets so frustrated and he's like, but we're a couple and, you know, Summer doesn't feel the same way. And this is another reason why people pleasing to get others to like us is not good. You know, it makes the other person feel uncomfortable. It really does because they usually don't ask us to do those things. They don't ask us to go out of our way for them. 
And especially if they don't feel the same way as we saw with Summer's feelings for Tom, you know, it can, it can make you angry, you know, if you're the people pleaser. You know, Tom had a lot of anger and resentment towards Summer because he did all these things for her and she didn't do the same back. But Tom, he was expecting love and care in return. So, you know, this form of people pleasing, this, it creates a very unhealthy codependent power dynamic. And as long as you are people-pleasing, you'll always be beneath the other person that you put on this pedestal. And it's a huge problem when they don't like you or care about you despite all your efforts. And I've, you know, I've been through it. Um, I've also had an issue where I end up being just really, really extra nice. You know, even if someone's treating me unkindly, you know, because I feel like, you know, I invested all this time, you know, caring about this person and, you know, small part but me still wants them to like me. But again, this is unhealthy and insincere because I'm getting hurt and I'm acting like everything's fine, you know? And then deep inside, I get angry. And that anger is not always justified because again, like I said, none of these people asked me to act this way towards them. I chose to. So I really want to emphasize that, okay? People-pleasing is not an obligation. It is a choice at the end of the day. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Um, so I want to jump now from people-pleasing to be liked to people-pleasing to pacify and not anger someone. I'd say probably this is the most common and widespread form of people-pleasing. To me, at least, I think this is the one that, that I see the most. Um, this is where you know, you end up saying yes when you want to say no or when you, you know, apologize for every little thing. It's also the one where you're afraid to speak up when something bothers you. And as I wrote on my blog, I understand 100% why people fall into this habit. Because, well, I mean, let's be honest, like, do any of us want to deal with another person's anger? No, <laughs> it's not fun. You don't, you don't, you don't want to know that someone is angry at you or disappointed in you in any way um and you so of course you know we're gonna naturally gonna try to avoid that by all means necessary um the problem is when we start becoming scared of people and we start shrinking ourselves in their presence we are again creating that unhealthy power dynamic when we become so scared of other people's reactions, we're more likely to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations and just just basically hold ourselves back. Now, again, what happens when we hold ourselves back? I'm going to use that word again, resentment. Okay, Resentment is going to build up again. I'm using that word a lot because that is, that, that's when you know you're being a people pleaser, when you start feeling that feeling. Um, I remember in the fourth grade, I had this friend who was very bossy. And, you know, at that age, you just want to be liked, you know, and have friends. So I put up with it. Uh, that was probably my first experience with like a toxic person. And I just remember her, you know, bossing me around. And at recess, everything had to be her way. We had to, you know, play her way. Everything had to be her way. I remember she would make me bring snacks from my house to her um, she would make me go talk to people if she didn't want to talk to them and ask them things when she didn't want to. Like I had to, I, I had to do that, right? I was basically like her servant, it felt like. And I still remember once we were watching a, a movie or something in science class and that same friend of mine, she was, she wanted the lights off for some reason. I don't know why. 
instead of asking the teacher herself, she just kept elbowing me. I still remember she was like elbowing me. She's like, go, 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 go tell the teacher to turn the lights off. Go tell them to turn the lights off. And I remember like being really annoyed because I had no problem like with the lights being on. Like I, it didn't matter to me. And I didn't want to talk to the teacher. You know, I was like a shy kid. I was like, I don't, I don't want to say anything, you know? So I remember feeling very, very uncomfortable. But I, again, kind of was worried of her getting mad at me. I don't know. I, I ended up asking the teacher. And then the teacher turned it off. Fine. It wasn't a problem. It wasn't like a major thing. But I think it just made me upset because I realized I only did that for her, for that, for that girl. And, you know, that girl was like pressuring me, making me feel bad because that, that was her shtick. You know, she, she did the whole, oh, I won't be your friend anymore. Um, you know, and it's, it's sad. Honestly, like, like looking back on it, it, it makes me sad that I was, I was like bossed around that way. Um, but that's probably like the first time I can really, really vividly remember people pleasing for the sake of like, pacifying someone and that was like the first time I also remember being like emotionally blackmailed you know and that wasn't the end of it (laughs) you know I dealt with many different versions of that girl you know and and I'm sure a lot of us have and and we put up with it and we ask ourselves later why um because you know there are gonna be people like this you'll encounter in adulthood they might not use that elementary school language of you know I'm not your friend anymore (laughs) but they sure as hell will emotionally blackmail you and make you feel like if you don't do this, you aren't a good friend or you, you aren't a, a member of our family or you aren't a good girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. So I think we all know people like that. Okay, I'm sure you're probably thinking of some in your head. Um, we all know people like that or have known people like that. Hopefully we've, we've you know, distanced ourselves. But if not, I just want you to think right now of someone like that, okay? I think the problem with encountering people like that is we get sort of scarred And then we just start kind of people-pleasing everyone, right? Because now we just assume if, you know, we don't do something, it might be subconscious, I don't know. We think if we don't do something for someone, they're going to automatically get mad, like those other people we've dealt with before. And I get that. I get that completely. It makes me wonder almost if, like, maybe that's where my people-pleasing started with this girl. I mean, I don't know. Because as I said, I ended up kind of constantly meeting people like that or getting into situations like that and you know I think it just uh, it's kind of sad to think about but again I'm, I'm working on it and I'm changing this all really comes down to us gauging you know the people around us so if someone is known for being petty and kind of keeping a mental list you know and, and giving points to people based on what they do for them okay someone like that that is someone that, okay, they probably will be upset, you know, if you don't come to their birthday party because you got sick. Like, those are the kind of people they won't think that's an excuse. And we can all agree, hopefully, someone like that is not someone you want to associate yourself with anyway, right? I mean, people like that become notorious pretty fast, and they kind of push people away on their own. Something I've learned is just not to get intimidated by people like that anymore, Because if someone cuts me out, you know, over something small or makes me feel bad and not really understand or empathize with me um, about my situation, you know, that's not someone I want in my life anyway, right? And I think especially the older we get, the less we want to put up with stuff like that. So 
if anyone's listening who's like a little on the younger side, just, you know, be very mindful um, with, with who you spend your time with. And if someone is making you feel bad, you know, that's, that's not a true friend. Um, and I know this is tricky. I do want to do a little side note when this comes to matters of the family and not wanting to disappoint them, that's kind of a different story. And this is why finding your self concept and figuring out your own personal beliefs and values is very important. And that is something we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, but the, the other reason that people pleasing to not upset someone is bad is because it can lead us to staying silent when something is not okay. And this is a big one. I really, really want to talk about this more because I don't think I talked about it enough on the blog. This can build like truly the most anger and resentment, I think personally, because I, having done this so many times, I've just been completely silent when someone hurt me or they said something hurtful. And I just kept it inside thinking, okay, well, I don't know how the person will react if I speak up. So I might as well just stay quiet. No, no, it's not better. Like, it's not better to stay quiet. And I'm sure many of you know that if you've done the same thing, staying quiet, it does not take the pain away at all. All it does, it just, it just starts boiling. It gets worse. And that's when you start having those arguments in the shower with an imaginary person or you're pacing back and forth in your room and you're talking to yourself, like talking to yourself, pretending you're telling them off, right? It's not good. Keeping things inside like that, it's not good, especially, um, especially when the person, you know, may not have intended to hurt you. And I'm going to talk about that a little more in a future episode about forgiveness, but you know, if the person didn't even intend to hurt us, yet we're not speaking up, it can kind of lead us to, you know, start resenting the person, hating everything they do. And like, even though deep down inside, we know they didn't mean it, we end up starting to think they did. You know, there's something about keeping things inside, like we start blowing it out of proportion. Um, So at the end of the day, you know, we're partially to blame, right? Because we didn't speak up. So you can see there's just there's so many different forms of people pleasing and there's just a lot of consequences that can come with it so this is why I really think um being able to break out of this habit of people pleasing is just so incredibly important because we don't want to have these feelings towards others you know especially because I know if you're a people pleaser I know you're a nice person if you're a people pleaser you are a nice person but we end up not being nice in the process and and ends up making us not feel great about ourselves and about the people around us. So now comes the most important part. Okay, how do we stop doing this? No one wants to stay a people pleaser forever. You know, how do we start unlearning this behavior? Because as I said, being there for people and helping them, being being considerate, that's not a bad thing. It only becomes bad when we let ourselves be walked all over and we don't stay true to ourselves. So as I mentioned in the blog, okay, number one thing you need to do, or just the first thing you need to do, it's super important, you need to actually recognize that you are a people pleaser, okay? That's the first step. And it's not going to be easy, okay? Because as I said, no one wants to admit that, or really accept that they let people walk all over them, you know? Um, It's not going to be easy looking back at all those times. So just be prepared to be angry, because that's what happened to me, you know? Um, when I finally snapped out of it and I looked back at all the times 
you know, I was a pushover or I stayed silent about things or I overextended myself. I got mad and that's okay. All right. Give yourself some grace. Remember when we talked about that in self-acceptance, okay, be compassionate with yourself. You, you did what you thought was right at the time. You just use those examples as those learning experiences. Okay. And just a reminder to just never do that again and to never let yourself be treated that way again. Um, that's the only reason to look back at the past. Uh, next, it's very, very important to figure out your self-concept. When we are super agreeable, especially from a young age, that can affect our identity in the sense that we don't really end up forming kind of our own independent identity. We just follow along with other people's beliefs, values, and interests. And I guess that's standard when you're younger, but as we age... It can lead us to catering so much to other people that we don't really know who we are at the end of the day. I've definitely had that issue where it's just like, oh my God, I've done so much and I'm stretching myself so much. It's just like, wait, who am I now? I don't know. Um, And I keep mentioning this, but it's a problem. You know, again, we're, we're building up resentment because we aren't staying true to ourselves. So figure out what your values and beliefs are. Figure out what your interests are. Figure out what your boundaries are. And we don't want to keep lying to others and lying to ourselves anymore. We want to be true. We want to be authentic. And another important way to stop people pleasing so much is to stop being afraid of other people's anger, disappointment, and discomfort. And I talked about it earlier right? Those people that are petty, okay? Those are not people you want in your life anyway. The people who truly value you, they're not going to get upset if you can't do something for them. And they will never expect you to overextend yourself. And I've actually started to love it, you know, when people are honest with me and, you know, if I want to talk to them and they say, oh, you know, I can't talk, I'm busy with work. I like that because it shows they don't need to lie to me. They, they know I won't mind because we have that kind of relationship where we don't keep track of each other and give each other imaginary points and stuff. And we don't get mad if like, oh, this person didn't like my picture and, and now they don't want to talk to me. Or they don't like me. No, like there's none of that. Um, those are the people that, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of, you know, of them getting upset because, you know, they understand because, you know, you have that kind of relationship. The ones who do care Okay, as we said, those petty people, I'm sure you were thinking of them this whole time. You got to stand your ground. Just think of me in the fourth grade (laughs) being a yes man. Okay, no, we don't want to do that. Don't be afraid to say no. And the same goes with speaking up. The ones who value and respect you won't mind. And, um, oh, side note, (laughs) I forgot to mention this. But don't be afraid to speak up at stores and restaurants and things like that. No, I'm, I'm not saying you need to turn into a Karen, but just don't stay, don't stay silent. You know, there is a way to speak up in a respectful way. And this is something I've definitely had to work on, um, you know, if I was ever at restaurants and my orders got messed up. I used to just not say anything, but um, it's just not necessary. You can speak up. It's okay. There's just, just be respectful about it. Simple. And uh, next step, this is a big one, very, very big one. Haven't talked about this enough, but please, for goodness sake, please stop apologizing for every little thing. This is a huge one. If you hurt someone or were careless about something, then yes, then you should be apologizing. 
But you do not need to apologize for every little thing before you ask a question at a meeting or you need help with something at the store. You don't need to say, oh, sorry, you know, before you, you say something. No. And you definitely do not need to apologize for setting boundaries either. And this is, gonna, this is a hard habit to break, okay? Especially as a people pleaser, it's a reflex of sort. Um, but you just have to start catching yourself. Anytime you start to notice like, Say, you're saying sorry, but it's just not appropriate for the situation. Just just catch yourself a little bit. Um, before I speak or ask a question, you know, I would say sorry, you know, and it's it's such a, it's such a reflex that I've actually once I once tripped over a stick and I said sorry. Like I'm just I don't know. I'm just so used to it. So I wouldn't have even thought twice about that. But someone was with me and they started laughing when I did that. So. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're apologizing to inanimate objects, that's when you know, like, this is something you need to work on. So if you've ever apologized to a door you bumped into, then yeah, this, you got to work on this. So just be aware of it. And that kind of goes to my last uh, tip is just be self-aware and catch yourself when you start falling into these people-pleasing patterns. Just pay attention to how you feel, especially. I really want to emphasize that. If you start feeling exhausted, frustrated, angry okay that might be a good sign that you need to step back and really look at what you're doing with are you overextending yourself are you setting boundaries are you staying true to who you are did you really want to do this you know and and don't beat yourself up though if you do fall back into the same patterns it's bound to happen and I think as long as we're human beings we probably will be people pleasers to a certain extent um so just just be aware and slowly but surely, um, you'll get better. So just go easy on yourself. So, got to take a breath, man. I know that was a lot. And I think it's just because I'm really passionate about this topic. And I just know that so many people struggle with it. And I, I really understand. And I just want you to know you're not alone. And I want you to know that you can still be a kind and helpful person without having to change yourself or make yourself uncomfortable, or stretch yourself thin. And there's just, there's nothing wrong with being kind, generous, and helpful. We just don't want to end up like the giving tree, okay? Where all that's left of us is the stump. So take care of yourself. And uh, that's it for this episode. Um, again, as I said, I'm, I'm working on my um, social media presence. I'm trying to get better with that. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to get better also with... Um, you know, my posts and, and uh, working on the episodes. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. Bye.